Hello, welcome to PA Traveler Podcast. As always, I am your host, Kenny Dodson, and I am here with my relatively new co-host, Charlie. Charlie, how hey you doing? Good, how are you? Oh, could be better, could be worse. That's how life is, you know? True, especially in these uh, uncertain times. Exactly. And in these uncertain times, we have a guest. Yay! Our guest this evening is Nikita. This is finally someone who... We don't know personally <laughs> being on the podcast. <laughs> so that's where this is getting really exciting because we're going to start having more people that we don't know uh, saying lots of things that we don't know. So I'm excited. Nikita, how are you? Would you like to introduce yourself and explain who you are, where, you, where you're from, all that type of stuff? Sure. Um, I'm Nikita and I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And um, I have two kids that I really drive me kind of crazy trying to keep them busy and outside. So I got into photography and bird photography and I've learned a lot about it in about a year. Really? Your account's yeah. only, okay. I didn't know it was only a year. That's pretty good. I mean, that's a phenomenal a for only a year. Yeah. yeah. And, and the reason I say that is because, um, obviously everyone will see her, uh, you know, profile in the description and everything like that. But she's already done two, right? Autobahn Society Takeovers, other page. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome, I think. How, how did that come about? So my boyfriend and his uncle did the Autobahn Takeover. And I reached out and asked if I could do one too for the first one. And then I reached out because the girl who runs the Autobahn Takeover, she does a lot of stuff for the kids at the Autobahn Center in Pennsylvania. So I reached out about a fourth grade program they were doing for kids to get my son involved in it. And she said, hey, do you want to do another takeover? So <laughs> I said, sure. That's awesome. So and what? you definitely contributed like perfect pictures to it, if I say so. Thank you. Yeah, they're very beautiful. So what, is, what was that program like for the kids? They were doing a pilot program for fourth grade students and um, things got a little crazy. It was around Christmas time and packages got all delayed, but it was um, it was to try to teach like kids and especially at that age, like fourth, fifth grade, kids are really starting to get into things. So it was like a pilot program for fourth grades and bird watching and things like that. Oh, that's really cool. Where is that center at? It's in Audubon, Pennsylvania. It's... Um, not far from Valley Forge. Oh, it's literally called Audubon, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's why. Audubon is a national thing, but there's one for each state. So there's like an Audubon, Pennsylvania. There's Audubon, New Jersey, um, different regions and things like that. So has birdwatching been something that you like always were into and you just added the camera element or you just started fresh? No. So like I said, my boyfriend and his uncle would go out um, on photo trips and I would be home with the kids. And eventually I was like, well, I'm going to come with and get the kids outside because I have them all the time and <laughs> they need to burn energy off. So eventually I'd say after probably a couple months, I, um, started recognizing different types of birds and stuff. So I picked up a camera and just started going from there. So do you have like, at, at this point, do you have like a specific bird watching routine that you follow, like check the weather, adjust things and go, or is it just like, okay, guys, we're going. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty much let's go as long as it's not raining. But it, it all depends on like the kids' moods, obviously. I have a stubborn four-year-old who she wants to do what <laughs> she wants to do. And so sometimes I'll just like watch in the backyard to see what comes. And sometimes we'll go out and, you know, it doesn't always work out. We've been out and it starts pouring rain and we're like covering cameras under our jackets and trying to get back to the car. But we just kind of go with it. I think it's more fun if you just go and then don't really plan. Yeah, which camera do you use? I have a Canon 7D Mark II. Okay. Nice. That thing can shoot I, video too. Yeah, I haven't used it for video. Okay, yeah. I've used it for like short films and some other stuff. I like and that. And that's a really good camera. <laughs> it ain't cheap either. <laughs> <laughs> you get what you pay for in the camera community, that's for sure. Um, so do you use, like how do you spot the birds? Um, through my camera, actually, I, um, I don't really use binoculars or things like that. Cause I'm like stubborn. And if I know it's there, I'm going to be determined to try to take a picture of it if it's a mile away. So I, I have this mentality. If I can't see it, I, I don't want to know it's there. If I can't take a picture of it. That makes sense. Did you have to, like, how do you identify them then? Uh, you just see them, but have you done like any research with books? Like, do you have stacks of bird books or listen to their calls or anything crazy like that? No, I don't, I don't have books, but, um, I do actually use the Audubon app has a really good, they call it like a field guide. You can like search different birds to see what they look for. Or if you see something, you can look by like its shape or color or things like that. And just over time, I mean, time is not a long, a long time, but I've been pretty quick about knowing the different types of things because when I want to learn something, I determine to do it. <laughs> so um, the birds that I don't know, though, and I get pictures of, I'll put them into this app. Um, it'll identify the bird and tell you what type of bird it is. So it's really cool. Really? Yeah. That's like kind of advanced, isn't it? That's pretty crazy. That's awesome, though, that they have that app out there. Yeah, it's it's really helpful, especially when you're first starting and you're like, I have no idea what this thing is. Yeah, I had to do a lot of research. I don't know. Did you ever see uh, the movie The Big Year? I didn't, actually. And I was talking to my boyfriend in the car when you sent a message and um, we're telling me that you worked on that. He goes, you've never seen that? What kind of bird watcher are you? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I uh, I had to identify so many different birds because I would sift through like the B-roll and they'd be like, go find me a red-tailed hawk. And cause I, I was like... <laughs> you know, the go-getter in the editing room. And I had to pretty much listen to all the bird sounds. Like they'd be like, okay, now find a red-tailed hawk call. And I'd have to find that. And I had to identify like a hundred species of birds throughout the course of the thing. And they just kept going, which one looks best? And we'll put that one in and all that stuff. Um, yeah, birders really tend to like that movie. But unfortunately, the movie that I saw it as doesn't exist. Which is sad. Uh, yeah, in, in Hollywood, they like to ruin movies sometimes. <laughs> and and it still ended up being like a pretty good movie uh, that I'm sure a lot of birders would enjoy. But it, it was much different before the producers got a hold of it and wanted to make it like this comedy that what it wasn't, basically. Because it had Owen Wilson, Jack Black, and Steve Martin in it. And they're like, oh, it has to be funny. But that wasn't in the script. So they were trying to invent something that didn't exist. And uh, and the one note 
I'll never forget this, that the producer said when he walked out of the first screening was, we need less birds. Uh, wasn't that the point? <laughs> For a bird watching movie. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. And that just... I, I guess you don't want to give people these expectations that when you walk out your front door, you're going to see thousands of birds, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. He just thought that the bird watching element of a bird watching movie was too much. I'm like, did you bother reading the script before you threw money at this thing or no? Uh, <laughs> I guess they didn't. I don't know. But anyway, that's the uh, behind the scenes of the big year. I'm just throwing that in there. <laughs> but back to you. Um, so what season do you like the most for bird watching? I know that there's like a big, what is it? Like snow bird like like some sort of snowbird or something that goes through the the wildlife area um oh, yeah okay no i actually had that on my um little list that i typed out so i didn't forget things but yeah the snow geese but they they usually come like late winter but i really like spring and fall um in the fall you get those colors like the leaves changing colors and it makes some pretty cool backgrounds and then in the spring you get flowers blooming which can make some pretty cool pictures too. And they're both really big like migration times. So there's lots of birds that are coming through here that makes it even more exciting. Like, oh, I could see this or this could show up or. Well, is the frequency higher then as they're on the move or is, is summer kind of like a dead period almost? Like like they just doesn't seem to be as many. Yes, yeah, so, summer's kind of like a dead period. Um, it, it definitely is more active, actually probably starting right about now. Well, the spring migration will start and it goes for a while and then it'll kind of like die off in the middle of summer and then it'll pick up in October, sometime in October, it'll pick up again and then the ducks will come for the winter. So, so we, you said Middle Creek Wildlife Area, where is that located? That's in Lancaster County. Um, it's northern Lancaster County. It actually shares the border with Lebanon County. Mm. Okay. So it's more northern-ish. <laughs> yeah it's about 20 minutes from lancaster city 25 maybe okay and i know you said you like that one uh the most but what are some other ones that are like really good for bird taking um we mostly go to middle creek uh there's lots of trails at middle creek which is nice when you have the kids but i mean really we've we've gone as far and have bird pictures from all the way to maine to we made two trips to Southern Florida, but Middle Creek is one of my favorites and probably Wildwood Lake, which isn't in Lancaster, it's in Harrisburg, but that's one of our favorites too. Okay. So do they tend to like pass through that region? Is there any sort of uh, like map or anything that you can see their patterns of different species or there, anything? There is, um, but it's never like really a guarantee. Like, Sometimes I'll check it and then I get, they like pick on me and tell me like I'm a research guide. So, <laughs> but I'll, I'll check it. There's um bird cast that will show you like the migration maps and show you the way things are going. But really it can change day to day based on winds or weather or things like that. Or wherever they feel like going at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being yeah. alive creatures and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have like a specific bird that you just love to shoot and you have more pictures of that bird than any other? Um, probably the most pictures I have are snow geese okay. just because there's so many of them when they come. Um, there's probably, uh, 
around 100,000 snow geese that stop at Middle Creek at peak migration. So that's probably the most pictures I have. But my favorites are um, bluebirds, the little bluebirds. They're like such a bright blue color. And it just you can get so many different pictures of them and different settings just make it look different every time. Now, when you get pictures, like, is your house full of bird pictures or is it? (laughs) (laughs) So since my boyfriend and I both um, do bird photography, there's constantly prints coming to our porch and they're not really hung up, but they're scattered all around the house. I mean, I'm like in our room, there's probably underneath the bed, there's probably a whole bunch of prints of things just... (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Birders waiting to get hung up at some point and Yeah, birders definitely love their birds. I know some people get like obsessed, obsessed, like the people that do those big years, you know. Um, which is trying to see as many different species of birds as possible in one year. And people spend like hundreds of thousands of dollars like flying around the world and all kinds of stuff like that. It's crazy. Actually coming up I can't remember which day it is. There's actually a world series of birding happening in New Jersey. And it's like the same type of thing. People go out for one day and then they try to see who can find the most species of birds in one day. Is it the same honor system type deal? Like a big year is, or do they actually have to like capture it? No, I think it's an honor system. Um, We were kind of asking my boyfriend's uncle and he said he thinks it's like honor system. Yeah, they tend to do that. Which is, it's still kind of awesome that they give it the name of World Series. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> is it people from all over the world or is it just United States people? Like uh, like baseball, how we call it the World Series, but it's only like American teams, which I always thought was <laughs> weird. <laughs> so you, you said you've been doing this for like a year, year and a half, right? Yeah. So do you have, I know you're still kind of new, but do you have pointers for people that are like absolute beginners? Um, for bird watching in general, or well, actually for either is a lot of patience. There's, there's days you'll see nothing. And then there's days you'll see so many things you don't know what to do. And especially in photography, there's days you'll go out and you'll take 500 pictures and not a single one will be usable. Um, so mostly just patience and like a willing to learn. And like, really the best thing you can do is set up, um, feeders in your backyard and then things will come. And then you just see, you, over time, you'll like notice what's there. And then you'll start recognizing things. And then, and then really, once you start to pay attention, you'll see them everywhere. Like, I mean, everywhere. Like, we've been to Home Depot. And my son will be like, oh, look, there's a bird above the, <laughs> inside the store. And I'll be like in the car rider pickup line. And then there's two red tail hawks in the tree above me. And you, you just really start to see it everywhere once you start then- looking. You knew, you you mentioned bird feeders. How do you keep the squirrels out of your bird feeders? Oh my gosh, we have tried everything. <laughs> we have tried everything. We have one of those cones that is on the pole and they just jump from the tree onto the feeders and they break the feeders all the time. Uh, my boyfriend had to screw the um, string back into a feeder the other day because a squirrel jumped on it and it broke. Oh. So you just try. You do oh. what you can, but they're going to come. Those tree rats. They have- <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered about that, the whole animal like patience thing, because there are people you see, they get, I don't know, the perfect shot of an animal eating, you know, or feeding their babies or eating like hunting and they get just the right moment and all that stuff. And I'm like, 
how they do that. And the one that gets me is when they're looking right in the lens. <laughs> you and me both. I'm like, how does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. And, and you know, like I have so much respect for those people. I, I have patience, some, some patience, but there are people that will sit in one spot for a whole day and they'll dress in like camo suits or they'll take like blinds with them. And, and that, that's like real dedication, but just, just like you, like I, I sit on the couch and I'm just like, Oh my God, would you look at this? Like, and you want to just like delete your whole Instagram account and start over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I even asked the guy that I'm like, how did you get this? And he didn't respond. <laughs> I was very sad. I'm like, I want to know the secret. Tell me. Well, fine then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Keep your secret. Like that Frodo Baggins meme. Right. <laughs> it, it is really important though like even though those pictures are, are great to see like you just want to make sure that you're respecting the birds and respecting nature like you don't want to bait them in with things and you don't want to like make them lose their survival instincts and you know you don't you don't see it everywhere or not every picture is like that but you do see that some places so it's just really important that you just let them be the way they are in nature yeah that's a good idea um yeah. How can, uh, so you talked about your kids. How, how do you get kids to be excited about birds? When it can take hours and hours. Yeah. When, it, when you can like have to wait forever and hide in a bush, like you said. <laughs> well, I don't know how you really get kids excited about too much of anything, but uh, they, they enjoy going out, but they enjoy it for a shorter amount of time than we do. So we don't sit really. We just like walk around and let them walk around. And there's a lot of, okay, you, you can run in five minutes. Could you just like wait here and just look in, look here for a second. And some days it, it's fine. And some days it's crazy, but my, I have a 10 year old who's a lot like me and he has to know everything about everything. So when you're trying to look for this bird, he's listing 55 facts that he's read about it online or He's he's really into it sometimes, sometimes he's not. And then my four-year-old, you have to try everything to try to keep her attention for it. So we have gotten her this little nature exploring kit. So she has this little vest that she wears and these little binoculars that she wears and this magnifying glass and she carries it around in like this sequin fox backpack. And she's like looking in the binoculars the wrong way, but it's still so (laughs) trying. Um, so it's just, you just have to teach them really and make it, and make it fun. Like you, you can't like expect kids to have perfect behavior. You just have to make it fun for them. Just teach them. Like there's times now that we've been taking them out for a little over a year. I was sitting outside a couple of days ago with my four-year-old and we're playing a memory match game and she just stops the game and she goes, there's a cardinal on the bird feeder do you want to stop it? Do you want to go get your camera and take a picture of it? I was like, no, 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 it's okay. Let's just finish playing the game. Or, you know, my 10 year old will come home and he'll be like, well, today we learned about wetlands or ecosystems or different types of birds, but I already know a lot of that stuff. So (laughs) it's just, I guess it's just really about all just teaching them. The key is to make the birds the distraction. So that that's, (laughs) yeah, instead of being the the main focus, that's how you get it done. You also have to make them think that it's their idea. Yeah. Everything. You have to make it their idea. Like, oh, can we go out and play? Oh, oh, do you want to go play? Or do you maybe want to go for a walk somewhere? And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Choices, choices with kids. Awesome. And they'll be like, no, play. And it's like, but are you sure? 
<laughs> are you sure that's what you want to do? Are you sure you don't want to go on a hike and play? I'm going to keep asking until you do what I want. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. I mean, other than all that, is there anything specific that you want to talk about with what you do with birding or photography in general, I suppose? Like, what do you like about the, the, what, what made you, um, really want to keep doing the photography Were you kind of so, so in the beginning and you're, you got addicted to it or is it something that, you know, you kind of were always good at. So I never even used a camera until about a year and a half ago when I started taking bird pictures. And I always thought like I would love portrait and kids photography and things like that. And I have a million pictures of kids on my phone and then once you get a camera in your hand with a kid, it's like a whole different story. So I decided I hate this. I took pictures for my daughter's third birthday, I think. Yeah, her third birthday. And um, it was like an hour of like painful, like I never want to take a picture of a kid again. So then I, um, when I started getting into like birds and bird photography, like I said, it was mostly just to like get out with like my boyfriend and his uncle when they're out. But now it's turned into this thing where it's like a fun, friendly competition. Like, oh, I got, I got this today. Like, what did you get? What did, like, what did you get today? Or <laughs> I heard this is in the area. Maybe we should make a trip here. So it's just kind of fun. Like my son calls it like a scavenger hunt to find birds places. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause we just had the portraits taken of my two daughters and <laughs> they have like, this baby lamb that wouldn't behave and all these ducks and all kinds of stuff. And they'd sit them down and they'd run amok. And, and the one guy who was handling the animal, I'm like, so you know what they say in Hollywood, never work with kids and animals. And you're doing both right now. It's like herding cats. Yeah, exactly. It really is. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> so I also have um, gotten into like macro photography, like close-ups of things probably in the last, month um and that that's kind of a nice break like when the kids don't want to go out or they don't want to like they want to just run wild so you can just now you can go to these wildflower fields and just let them run and then you can take close-up pictures so it's kind of a nice break sometimes too i know uh where i'm at right now um for those that don't know i live in northern alabama and the tennessee valley and the big thing down here is to take your family to the cotton fields and do a photo shoot in cotton <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's, I'm not even sure what to think about that. They do that in but Texas then, too. There's this purple flower that they always make people like lay in on the side of the roads and stuff. They get all muddy. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> here's, this, here's this $50 dress I just bought for you. Go lay in that mud. Thanks. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I'm not kidding. I don't think Pennsylvania has anything like that, do they? No, but now that I know what uh, Forsythia is, I would love to take pictures in front of that. So pretty. I know in this area, I think closer to maybe Westchester, there's a sunflowers field. Oh, pretty. I think as far as fields, the only thing that we have, at least around me that I know of, is sunflower fields. Yeah, there's one in, in, in Lancaster, uh, Barnyard Kingdom. I don't know if you're... I always forget about that. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have like tons of sunflowers and you can like cut them down in the fall and things like that and take them home with you. 
I always forget about that. We drove like an hour away last summer to a sunflower field and I forget there's Specifically for the sunflowers? <laughs> oh, and it was so close to you. <laughs> yeah. You never look in your own backyard. That's where we come in at PA Traveler. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly true. And it's crazy. Like I've lived here my whole life and I still forget there's things <laughs> right around me. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, perfect segue. Let's talk about some Lancaster. And it is Lancaster. Yes. Lancaster. Yeah. But everywhere else in the entire country and or world is Lancaster. Did it? Yeah. Lancaster put out shirts with the phonetic pronunciation on it. Yeah. So it was like Lang and then kiss. K-I-S-S and then tur. Yeah, with dashes okay. in between. Yeah. It's a cool shirt. I, I didn't, That's a good idea. When I lived in Lidditz, I didn't get one. I should have got one. Ephrata needs one of those. Because I'm sick of hearing everybody say it wrong <laughs> after living there. I'm like, come on, people. Well, people say Lidditz wrong a lot, too. Yeah. I lived in Lidditz when I was younger, and then they like look at the title. And I've even seen news articles when like Lidditz was like voted number one small town or something like that. And then like even the news anchors were like laughing at the word Lidditz, like they were reading it wrong. Yeah. So oh, yeah, the the one they anchor. They were reading it that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say it. Yeah. The the anchor's like and Lititz, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and everyone started dying. And I'm like, really? Like, come on. <laughs> like you're yeah, a professional, so, ma'am. You're you so need to- emphasis you on the <laughs> wrong syllable there. <laughs> yeah. So Lancaster. Um, <laughs> we usually break things down into see, do. Etc. Eat. So eat. let's start with some C. What are things to see in the area? What's in, outdoors, parks, different things like it, that, nature? The county as a whole, I would probably say just up and down the Susquehanna River um, in Lancaster County. There's so much stuff that you can find. Just we've, we've had days where we were like, I have no real plan. Let's just go see what we find. And then we find this really awesome, like giant white cliff on the side of the river and the sunset's coming down and it's all pink and purple. And just everywhere along the river, there's so much history that if you just kind of look around and take your time, you you just really don't know what you're going to find. Yeah. One of which, uh, do you have a specific example of one of your favorites? Um, I would say probably we went to the, we ended up at the white cliffs on the river. That was pretty cool. It's a big limestone rock and it, and it's huge, but it goes right over the river and you can walk out and go, my kids were in the river and <laughs> I mean, it's pretty shallow. They weren't like swimming in the river, but <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to the pinnacle? Yes. That's, that's more in Holtwood. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, in the northern end, it's really cool on the river because you have um, the white cliffs and then you have like Chickie's Rock and you have like the breezy view overlook. And then the further south you get is like, that's when you really start to find like historical things. Like you have the Enola low grade trail that was built. They had to like use dynamite to explode things to make this trail like so long ago. And it's still there. And just the further south you go, you find more things. You find like P- Pinnacle, like you said, and um, Susquehannock State Park. There's a really cool overlook there too. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those are actually on the Instagram plug. 
<laughs> we, <laughs> I've been there a few times whenever I was living there. But yeah, it's beautiful stuff. I, I love going over there and just looking out. And there's not really a bad view like anywhere that you can find. It's amazing. No. Another, another one of our favorite places on the river is the Wrightsville Bridge. It goes from Columbia to Wrightsville in York County. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. Over by the... Uh, what's over there? There's the uh, Turkey Hill Experience. Yeah. 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 It's over that way. I, th- I think we probably have hundreds of sunset pictures of that bridge. <laughs> yeah, I never paid Are attention. Are they with your birding pictures? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, under your bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple, there are some really good parks actually in the area, like Long's Park. That's a good one. Yeah. And um, have you ever been to the, obviously you would have, but the Central Park of Lancaster? Uh, I'm trying to think of what it's called, though. Is it actually called Lancaster Central Park? I think it's Lancaster County Central Park. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually grew up here. I've lived here for 31 years and have never been to Lancaster County Central Park until a year ago. And it's really cool. There's so much there. Um, we went last week. I think it was last week. We They have a whole garden there. And there's so many different flowers and things in this garden. And it's it's pretty big. Um, and then you can go all the way down. There's a covered bridge in Lancaster County Central Park that when it snows, it looks really cool. Yeah. And, um, that park is weird because you don't know it's there unless you actually go there. I feel like, like nothing gives it away. It's, it's almost like Central Park in New York where you just happen upon it and it's just this wide open space, but you can't see it from like anywhere else unless you're really nearby. And that's kind of the same way. Like you have to go through this line of trees and then suddenly boom you're in like a different place yeah and it's like once you're there it just doesn't stop going no like, it's huge you go in and then the garden's there and then you're right along the conestoga river and then you end up at this plantation the rockford plantation and then you're like okay okay i think we're at the end and then you can go left or right and you're like well which way do i want to go <laughs> and then you get to the end and you're like oh now i'm now i'm lost like how do we get back so <laughs> We've spent um, a lot of time, probably a couple days, and uh, we still find things. Like we were driving through after we went to the garden, and we found this um, wildlife and native plants trail. And like I, I'd been there a couple times, so we had no idea it was there. So and there's like a library there and a a place to like <laughs> celebrate weddings, isn't there? Like a like yeah, a little wait. venue. But wait, there's more. Yeah, exactly. It never stops. Right. <laughs> But that's good. That means you can go multiple times and you still won't be able to see everything. What yeah. what is that Rockford plantation? Did you go in? No. I'm not sure you can I'm not I'm I'm actually really not sure anything about it. Um but I know we've been past it and I think they've had like a wedding there or something. So they do have events there, but I know there's history to it, but I don't want to give the history when I'm not 100%. Right. Yeah. No, I I don't know anything about it personally either. It's just I pulled in there and they were closed. That's all I knew. And there were like signs like, if it's closed, don't be here. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know where to go, but I'm leaving. (laughs) So It's funny, though, because we've gone to Valley Forge and there were like Civil War reenactors there and you know, it ends up coming like, oh, we're from Lancaster. Like, oh, we we go to the Rockford plantation. And you're like, what? Oh, oh, it's in that giant park. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it that one day I went and I lived there for two years and only went once and because I didn't know about it until like right at the edge of my stay pretty much. Yeah. I was. Yeah. There's in Lancaster, there's so many parks that you wouldn't even know were there. Like there's a park that we go to and um, it's just like a stone walking trail, but it, it's right behind a big shopping center they just built and you would have no idea it was there even driving by the road you wouldn't know it was there it just looks like a stone parking lot yeah there's another one um that has a gigantic kids playground which is it's by the walmart i don't know and buffalo wild wings and there's a golf, oh, overlook. yeah yeah overlook that's it yeah and there's a golf course and everything and a skate yeah. park and roller skate rink and all, Holy cow. and all kinds of things. Yeah, Lancaster is like outdoor man. living at its finest. Lancaster is oh. where it's at, man. Overlook is crazy mostly because when I was younger, it was only the golf course and the roller skating. Um, I'd say probably not that long ago, but not that recently. They actually like added on to that. It was all like just fields and farmland. And then now it's this huge thing like, you know, uh, there's baseball games there, soccer games there. There's a library in there. So it didn't just like happen. It's it, it's been evolving for years then. Yeah, and it was it was just crazy because for the longest time, like that was where like we went. We went like roller skating on like Friday nights, and it was just that. Like it stopped there. There was nothing there, and then it was like all of a sudden it was just oh, here's this whole giant park that we've added onto this now, and you get so confused. You're like this goes to this next road, but I'm not sure how to get there. There's like three traffic circles, which, yeah, <laughs> which that, way do that I Yeah, that is go? weird. It's like, Uh-oh. do I turn here? Or do I keep going? <laughs> yeah. Or do you get stuck in the, on the round part? Like where you just keep going in circles. Forever? Yeah. It's so funny. There's like <laughs> in Lancaster County. And then in the last 10 years, there's so many of them now, even in, we went, we were going to middle Creek and they put like a traffic circle in the middle of Lidditz. And we're like, when did this become like a big, <laughs> thing <laughs> yeah i didn't like that traffic circle because everyone would almost kill each other <laughs> wasn't a big fan of that one but yeah that library at the overlook park is really nice it's like pretty brand new too yeah and actually behind it there's a um 9-11 memorial i think there's a piece of one of the um buildings oh really oh wow yeah, yeah i didn't see that it's, there's just like a small sign for it and it's not it's not a very far walk it's just right behind the library huh. yeah i'll definitely check that out next time i'm in the area but um mini golf is also there so it's good for literally the whole family i used to take alana there all the time and just spend like hours and hours because it kept her busy <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and the playground's nice yeah too. exactly i'm like go go burn energy go I'll, I'll chill over here. Um, yeah, so we hit up the parks. I really wanted to touch on the parks because the parks in Lancaster are amazing. Um, let's see. But what do you eat after you go to the park? Yes, what do you eat after you go to the park? <laughs> oh my gosh. There are so many restaurants in this area. Name them all. <laughs> <laughs> How about you name your favorites? <laughs> I'm not sure I have a favorite. And I'll tell you, we, we live in this part of Lancaster that like we could be almost anywhere in 10 minutes. And it's like, where do we want to eat? Like, oh, this is this is like right here, but then this is right here. And then it's like, you finally start to pick something you like, and then they've opened more shopping centers that there's all these new restaurants. And, <laughs> um, but- You get a I, restaurant and you get a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but I, I'm really simple. Like I'm definitely more like pizza. So okay, what's your favorite pizza place then? Um, we do. It's called Caruso's a lot, and they've actually saved us. They we order it for all of my kids' birthday parties, and we're just like, okay, we're gonna have pizza. We're gonna order it. And we're gonna pick it up and. Every time family comes to visit, we're always, oh, let's order from Caruso's or. <laughs> um, That's good because pizza is really hard to know what's the best because everywhere, a lot of places you yeah. go, it's like there's like 15 <laughs> of them and you never know mm-hmm. uh, which is the best. So that's a good suggestion because that's something you can always get on the way even to your hotel. Like if you spend the whole day there, if you're going back to your hotel, you can grab that on the way back. Like pizza is very convenient for that type of thing, but you never know what's the best. Right. So that's a good suggestion for sure. What are some of your favorite sit down places? And we're not even talking about like the greatest food, even though that helps, but a lot of places can also have an amazing atmosphere. You know, where are some places that you like to go to just because you like being there? Like they're comforting. (laughs) It has been so long. Since we've like gone to sit somewhere. Kids? Well, just uh, kids. Pandemic, and- Kenny. No, no, yeah. no. No, I know that, but. <laughs> it's been so. I can't even remember what it was like to like just go and sit somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, when we did, we still, we still never really like went out much. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> okay. Yes, I know the pandemic's happening. Thank you. <laughs> but but I mean, no like, it's like are you asking no no no. i literally haven't been out to eat since alana was born and, I, yeah, and i've lived in four like three different cities and and we just haven't it, it's just so hard so difficult yeah and it's like you know we we never really like as a family like went out even before all of this, like if we had family coming or if we were visiting family or we would meet like family that was out of state, but we were all could be in one area, then we would go out. But we never like went out the four of us mm-hmm. anywhere before because it, it was so much work. You have to like bring things to keep the kids occupied. And and then you worry about like, I always worried about what if they have a fit or just get angry and then people are staring at you and it's like, oh my God, what is going on? <laughs> Well, like, I'm so of, sorry. <laughs> I've just kind of gotten used to it. So, um, if she, if you guys don't go out to eat a lot, do you have like passed down Pennsylvania recipes that you guys cook and stuff like that or anything? Not really. Oh. Um, I, my family, well, actually, I think, I think a Lancaster thing is like chicken corn soup. What is that? And, I mean, it's like chicken noodle soup, but it has corn. And they oh. call it chicken soup. <laughs> yeah, there's but, no noodles in it. Oh, well, that still sounds good. I mean. <laughs> I, my family puts noodles in it, but I know most don't. Um, yeah, it's rice usually, isn't it? I yeah. Think. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I have family that lives in Huntington, and they make it different than we do mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, that's like festival but, food. I've only really had yeah. that at festivals. Soup is like a festival food? Yeah, like chicken and corn <laughs> soup. Yeah. My grandma will make it if like everybody's going to be together. And she's like, well, it's one meal and it'll feed everyone. But um, other than that, no, we don't have really any recipes. It's just like day to day. What will the kids eat? <laughs> oh, yes. We we know that. Kenny knows that too. <laughs> yeah. 
That's for sure. Fish sticks right now. <laughs> that's all. That's all the little one will eat. Uh, it's like, how are you alive? <laughs> my my youngest one is chicken nuggets, and she won't eat chicken breast, but she'll eat chicken nuggets because it's different, and it's not chicken; it's a chicken nugget. So, yeah. sure, it's different. It's breaded. <laughs> it has to have the breading. If you're gonna eat it, it I'll call it elephant nuggets. Whatever. Elephant nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> How does one get those elephant nuggets? I can say, even though we don't go out to eat in downtown Lancaster City, there are so many small, like local restaurants, and um, and a lot of the there's actually a lot of breweries that have been coming up around here, and a lot of them have really good food. So, um, if anyone's visiting, I would probably just go into Lancaster City and just walk up and down the main streets of the city and you'll find something yeah, that's really good. Lancaster is really, it's like a microcosm of the United States. Like you go to downtown, yeah. right? And it looks like a city, like a legit city. There's storefronts, yeah. there's everything down there, like uh, houses that are real close together. Like what are the the house, the type of houses that are downtown? They're, they're not row houses, are they? What What are they? It's I a very specific a of- to Lancaster. I have to look this up because now I'm, I need to know. <laughs> no, too, because I've only ever heard them called row houses. Okay, so they are row houses. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. It's just a very specific look that um, people could recognize yeah. as being from downtown Lancaster. But you go from that and then like five minutes away, you have what look looks to me like suburbs. Uh, yeah. it's, you know, houses are spaced further apart and they have yards and other stuff like that. And then like two minutes from that, you have the farm fields where it's rural, you know, and, yeah. and it just like Lancaster doesn't really resemble any other city in the state to me. I don't think, I don't know if you're the same way, but it, it doesn't really remind me of anything else. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And, and it's just like you constantly like are going back and forth between suburbs and farmlands. And and it, it's just really cool because there's so many, especially in Lancaster County, there's so many family owned things too, mm-hmm. um, family owned farms and fruit and vegetable stands and restaurants and shops that it's kind of cool. Like you never really know every store that there is around here. You're always finding something like, oh, this is like a really cool like family owned um any kind of store you could think of really anything yeah yeah the local business scene is really good there and there's a lot of but they're cool local businesses too like there are a lot of um like artistic type places and co-op type places and things you wouldn't think about in kind of a more rural area like people think that that Lancaster is completely rural. They're like, oh, farmlands and Amish, right? And that's not the case. It's like, there's a lot of, I don't know if you've seen, but there, to me, there's a lot of like hipster activity also, there, <laughs> which you, you wouldn't think is be, it'd be like Coolsville, right? Yeah, that was like an explosion a couple of years ago. Like all of a sudden one part of Lancaster city was like, there's all these hipsters coming out of nowhere. But then they brought all these really cool, like um, different types of like, shops and bars that came with them and now now there's an arcade in lancaster city that's for adults it's a bar and there's like arcade games like 
old school like pinball machines and stuff like that. So yeah. it's just things you don't really see. I forget what that's called, but I know where it is. It's by the Barnstormers, isn't it? Isn't it kind of like that area of town? Yeah, I think it's called Decades. I think we passed it the other day. Yeah, I think that's right too. We go there. See, hipsters get a bad rap and they shouldn't because they can know, they know how to revitalize some areas, man. I agree with that big time. I mean, they they may still use like old fashioned typewriters and have bar bar handle mustaches, but <laughs> they, hey, man, that's a style. But that makes them think outside of, of the box, and then they create outside of the box businesses. That's really yep. what I think. But there's also the strength of tradition in Lancaster too. I mean, you have tons of the thing, the fixtures that have been there, like, um, for example, the Sight and Sound Theater. That's something that's amazing. That's kind of been there for a long time. How Have you yeah, been there very often? Uh, no, that's actually in a part of Lancaster County that I always, like, forget about because we're so much, like, on the the one side of Lancaster County. We never really, like, travel into the other side but i think i've only been to sight and sound theater one time but it, it's impressive and just to know like how long it's been there and the things that they've done there is pretty cool yeah if you want something spectacular during christmas time go to sight and sound theater and see their like nativity thing that has all like <laughs> of the animals like real life animals <laughs> come on stage and everything like that like it's they definitely do it correctly there for sure I don't know. I know we talked about Jonathan Groff. I don't know if he was part of that whole scene being the theater guy, but I love him. Yeah. I'm sure he's <laughs> appeared in one or two down there. What else is down there? That's a really interesting part of town. Dutch Wonderland. Yeah. yeah so also when you're talking about Lancaster going from the city to suburbs and you, I always forget about like the Strasburg railroad mm-hmm. is there, which is something crazy. Like you never think like Lancaster would have like this big railroad thing. And that's that's in that area and there's a lot of farmlands there and, and honestly one of my favorite parts about Lancaster County is all of the farmers markets yes <laughs> on Tuesdays and Fridays you can go to the Very farmers hipster market. of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's that's a great it's way so to just support local local farms I mean you can you know get and fresh food there's cheap. a lot of businesses there too yeah, yeah. They they always marry those two things together. It's like you have the food element, but then you also have people selling the honey goods. and so, yeah, exactly. The goods. <laughs> yeah, bring in the goods. Bring in the goods. There's like there's like a candy stand in there, and then there's like a meat stand in there, and you just don't know what you're gonna find. And then you have like all this food that you want to cook, and then you're like, Oh my god, there's food trucks outside. Like I'm I'm hungry oh, now. Food trucks. <laughs> food trucks are the best. Oh man. That's the way of the We're future. Get so fat. Everyone. <laughs> I know we're going to yeah. eat so many things. And actually talking about food trucks, a, a big thing in Lancaster the last couple of years has been these like food truck festivals. Yeah. Oh, yep. I have a good idea for food trucks, Uh-oh. but I'm not going to share it. Uh- it's, it's a business idea. Side <laughs> I, don't, business. I don't want somebody to steal it. So I'm just going to traveler foods. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I do have a culinary background, so you have an everything. You never background. know. Jeez. I do actually. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, that's uh, what you're talking about. That area is like the Ronks area, I think it's called. Where that's they, a rough name. They they have well, yeah, they have uh, two outlet in the 
general vicinity of that too. There's uh, oh my gosh, it's ta- crazy. Is it Tanger or Tanger? Tanger. Tanger. Yeah, I think so. Okay. At least that's what I've known it as. I was trying to make it all distinguished, and I always call it Tanger. I don't know why. When <laughs> it's clearly Tanger, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, there's that, and then there's the other one that when I was little, it was booming. And that one's kind of like died down a little bit. Um, oh, the Rockdale outlet? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of the storefronts are empty. There. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a really cool shop down there. If you like uh, sports memorabilia, um, there's, they, they have like penguins, steel. They have pretty much everything. They have Raiders. They have everything you can think of all the different major sports and everything. And they sell, um, you know, shirts and jerseys and, wall plaques and all kinds of stuff and that's i mean last time i was down there it was still there in that area um that that was in the brook you said brookville brockville Brock, yeah brockville outlet sure. i don't i haven't been down there for so long it gets crazy down there sometimes that you just don't really want to bother <laughs> yeah, it is very crazy just because all the so stuff down there in there they've actually like the tanger outlets they built this whole new section of it mm-hmm. now and there's like all these new stores and it can get crazy trying to go in there. Yeah. Uh, I actually just learned that like, apparently Tanger isn't just a Lancaster thing. There's one in Hershey. Right. And one, I mean, there was one in, in Orlando when we went, I was going to say that's a big name for yeah. malls yeah. for sure. Yep. It definitely is. Now, have you taken, <laughs> have you taken your kids to the Dutch wonderland? No, we haven't. Um, we usually do. Well, so on Lancaster, like, but we usually do Knobles because I have family in Huntington, which isn't far from them. So that's what we usually do. Um, Dutch Wonderland is, I think I, I took my, actually, you know, I took my son when there, when he was really young hmm. and it was fun for him, but it's definitely when you're trying to keep kids busy, um, we try to do like bigger things. Right. Yeah, I I was shocked that they have the, like live shows where they do yeah. pirate shows and they dive and they act yeah. out stuff. They dive into from really high up into water and huh. all kinds of exciting things like that. <laughs> so I kind of sideshow stuff. Yeah, well, it was <laughs> it was really hot the day that I went, so we kind of got un- we went to all of those pretty much, and we hid under uh, the shade and everything. But they they do have you know smallish rides for smaller kids. And um, they have like a lagoon that you can sit in and this little automated boat takes you through dragons, lairs and other stuff. That sounds super cute. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really good for probably under, I don't know, under 10. Definitely under your oldest for sure. But yeah, I like that place. <laughs> well, how, how's the food there? Oh, I don't know. Oh. We didn't get anything that day. It was it was like literally so hot Man. that we had to leave. Oh, um, I gotcha. Just because leave like the birds. Yeah, right. Well, it's just the kids <laughs> the kids that we took. Uh, my other one wasn't around yet, but uh, mine at the time she was just too young for that kind of heat. So yeah, but I would go back for sure. Definitely. Um, what about places to stay? I mean, you probably are only familiar with your own house but <laughs> like, i feel like everyone that visits is like oh can we stay at your house like we um, do that too we're like hey we're coming to town and we're staying with you 
I, I guess really I would say probably the Marriott in Lancaster City. Okay. Uh, it seems to be where a lot of people stay. There's like a convention center down there and there's a bar right across the street. It's a pretty big bar across the street from there. And um, it just seems to be like whenever people come to stay, you always hear like, oh, well, we're going to come and they're going to stay at the Marriott. Or, I mean, there's so many like smaller hotels, but I know a lot of people stay at the Marriott in the city. Yeah, there's a lot of good bed and breakfast down there. Um, but my favorite place that I've ever stayed was the uh, Steamboat Inn. Oh, yeah. Or is it the Riverboat? Uh, I should know this be... if I say it's my favorite, but <laughs> right, right in that area we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that same area exactly. It's like that's that's where my parents took me growing up. That's that's all I knew of Lancaster was that area. But uh, it's this gig, this really big, nice, semi fancy hotel that is literally shaped like a steamboat, like a riverboat that you'd see in like the South or something. A riverboat inn is what it's Riverboat inn. Yeah. Yeah. So this big like paddle boat looking thing. Uh, oh, I lied. Fulton Steamboat. Fulton yeah. Steamboat Inn. That's it. Go. Sorry. Yeah, that's so, it. I feel like my 10 year old saw it at one time and told me like the whole history about it. And I wish I could remember, but it had something to do with somebody who invented the steamboat was from Lancaster. Oh, that's really interesting. Something place. like that. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm telling you, I learn. I feel like I sometimes I'm embarrassed. I like learn things from my. <laughs> are, from my are we gonna have to have him on as a guest? Is that the next yeah. guest? <laughs> yeah, he's he's gonna do a little. This is the steamboat for us. <laughs> so in Lancaster, they also um, right next to Dutch Wonderland just opened a Cartoon Network hotel. Oh yeah, I just oh, saw that. Cool. Yeah, so I have a friend who took her kids there to stay for a weekend as kind of like a vacation. And um, she really, they really liked it. Yeah, it looks awesome. I definitely can't wait to stay there. Oh man, I loved Cartoon Network growing up. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like the outside of it just looks like it just looks like um, a place where like kids are like, oh, I want to go there. <laughs> I feel like Lancaster is going to be like eight episodes worth of stuff. <laughs> no, it's going to be more than that. It's un- oh, it's fantastic. unbelievable. It's going to be a whole season. Well, it's just unbelievable how much there is to do there and how diverse the landscape is and the, uh, the just the different food. Like uh, that whole area there, you know, you, you had trouble finding certain dishes like, oh, I want Thai food, right? But you could go into Lancaster and get Indian or literally any genre of food and they all have high star ratings. It's a, It's just amazing as a melting pot. You wouldn't think that from Amish. Should we? Yeah, should we, crazy because... should we talk about Amish? We probably should. <laughs> I know nothing about the Amish. Oh, then, then that's a no. All right, we'll, we'll do a, a Lancaster Amish episode because there's several places that would be good for that. But um, how about seasonal things? What what goes on there during Christmas and like fall and that type of stuff? Oh my gosh, there's so much for Christmas. There's so many Christmas trees around the uh, Christmas tree farms around the county where you go and you cut your own Christmas tree down. And Hershey Park and Dutch Wonderland have Christmas themed days. And in the last couple of years, there's been like all of these Christmas light shows that you drive through. And there's so much for Christmas. And um, other seasons, like you get into the fall, there's corn mazes everywhere. Yeah. In like- that's fun picking like ride the hay ride out to pick a pumpkin or 
even just like even just to like go out and see all of the trees in the landscapes and just the colors that they are it just has like a super fall feel yeah that's for sure yeah it definitely doesn't feel like anywhere else i've been i don't think it one thing i really like and i know we talked about like hating on winter and stuff but there is one thing <laughs> i like about winter in lancaster and that's driving past the farm fields when they have like a dusting and stuff it's just gorgeous yeah those and especially when it like starts to get cold or starts to get warm and there's still a little bit of snow but it's like really foggy yeah yeah it can get like pea soup sometimes honestly <laughs> like you can't see very uh, far in front of your face chicken and corn soup sir <laughs> no that's not thick like that <laughs> you don't even know what that is i don't but it fit in the joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i mean those rolling hills are pretty nice anytime but and it's especially cool when they're starting to plant stuff i mean the smell isn't that great you know when welcome like, to farmland well, yeah you know when when a day was warm during winter because it warms up real fast and then they throw some manure down and you'll be like oh it was warm today yeah <laughs> it, it's like it's like the first warm day and you want to drive with your windows down and you instantly regret yeah. it and the windows go right back up <laughs> yeah i mean you get used to it after a while i mean living in central central pa that's what i have to call it now because you guys consider yourself in central PA, don't you? I think people consider it more southeast. Oh, we had a big debate about this. Well, yeah, but Harrisburg is considered central, isn't it? Yeah, Harrisburg is central. And like Lebanon is central and York is central. So Lies. <laughs> just call Lancaster County like South Central East. Well, being from like South Central? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh what is there? There is a AAA down there. I forget exactly what it's called, though. Yeah, it's like South Central. I don't know something. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I get triggered real bad with this discussion because I'm from Altoona and Altoona and like State College are basically the center, center, center of the state. You know, if you had to draw like a circle around the center, it's like that's where we are. And I'm like, yeah. no, we're Central PA. <laughs> I get real mad. Everyone gets around. They go over the borders with me, and I'm like, "Well, you know, it looks kind of like it. It would be the yeah. center strip of the state." If, He's like, yeah, "No." If you divide it from <laughs> the topmost to the bottommost lines, then yes, that is the middle portion. But no, Central PA. They didn't say the bullseye. Calm down. I know. So that, that's why I started calling it Central Central, <laughs> because it's like the center of the center. That's what it is. I mean, it's literally called yeah. Center County, where State College is. I digress. <laughs> Yay. Trigger warning. <laughs> um, yeah, what are some I other... I think we covered... Is there anything else we... that you wanted to cover that are some of your favorite places in Lancaster? I don't think so. I mean, really, like we were talking about, you could probably have eight episodes about Lancaster and like a lot of what we have been talking about has been like just the area around where I live then there's like northern Lancaster and then there's like the other side of Lancaster like where I, I even said like I always like really forget that it's there because we don't go there but then when you get into like southern Lancaster there's so much there too yeah do you ever take your kids to the bounce craze no. that's over by the overlook park yeah so we 
Oh my god, my son was obsessed with Sky Zone, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna get a trampoline because we could probably own five trampolines with as often as you want to go. Yeah. So <laughs> trampoline, and now they like use it every once in a while, and they'll still have to go to Sky Zone. <laughs> that's how you. That's how it works, though. It's like you get a kid a present, and then they just play with the box. They want the box. Yep. <laughs> but we if you just give them a box, they don't want to play with the box. Oh yeah. You have to it's spend like, money. <laughs> we have done bounce craze though and it's it's pretty fun yeah i i really like it check it out on our instagram plug <laughs> i think it's more fun that they uh let the adults take the little kids down yeah the inflatable slides too yeah yeah i do like that well um, as long as they're at the right weight <laughs> right yeah that's true <laughs> Things just start like falling in on caving in on children and adults. <laughs> there was one other thing. Oh, that uh, uh, it's by, is it William and Mary? That's the, the really big, expensive, exclusive college there. Is that it, William and Mary? What's it called? Franklin and Marshall. No, oh, that's it. <laughs> wow what there is a, like listen there is a william, william and mary somewhere <laughs> okay that's all I we're gonna have to look up where yeah franklin and marshall that's it wow that was bad but <laughs> right behind the sheets there there's like a kid's like a indoor go-kart there's like a go-kart place and oh, yeah. go bananas is that it yeah i think so. yeah go bananas that's another place we went there my son's friend had a birthday party there and it's crazy to think all that stuff is inside. Yeah. Yeah, I've never I gone mean, they, in. They but have it, a whole like ropes course around the ceiling of the place. Right. And they have like laser tag in there. And it's so, you know, like, how did you fit this all into this <laughs> giant building? Right. Yeah. And it's so unassuming. Like their, their sign is tiny from what I can yeah. remember. And it's like, this is here. It, it just looks like an abandoned like warehouse. But yeah, all, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. It's abandoned warehouse. Bring your children. <laughs> yeah, go go climbing on the the ropes and then go over to the uh, arcade if you're an adult. <laughs> or leave your kids there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. That's not cool. No, don't do that. <laughs> terrible, terrible joke. <laughs> leave your kids there with a oh, babysitter. There you go. <laughs> There's also a laser dome here, which is all laser tag and... um. The kids love it. They have this giant dome thing. And like we had one of my son's birthdays there and the kids like literally play laser tag and it's like the best thing ever. You can just sit and there's glass windows. You can see them play laser tag and then they play and then they have this big dome where they do like, I don't know if they do like, I know they do laser shows in there. It almost looks like it, you would see like a planetarium where like they study stars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. cool. So there, when um, he had his birthday party, they like had a dance party in that dome and the kids loved it. Like they got to pick music and then they were like playing, like showing like happy birthday around the ceiling. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, there's just so and, much. Like I wish I would have explored more when I was there. I will though. Now they've opened a lot of like Lego things here too. Like there's these, I think it's called Snapology and... Um, they have like different things and the kids go and there's different theme nights and then the kids build things with Legos, like a challenge. And there's a children's there's museum, right? Also. And there's like, uh, three, actually is it, like, please touch or touch museum or 
it's not it's not good for right now but <laughs> oh, it's, it's hands-on house oh that's it hands-on house but you're right the please touch museum is a thing but i think that's in philadelphia um please touch museum but the hands-on house is pretty cool it's the same type of thing and then they they actually there's four they have um like hands on house, they have tiny town for toddlers where it's like all these little like pretend villages that they get to play and dress up and like do different, like imaginative play. And then there's a science museum. And then there's like a, it's called the North museum, two separate museums, but they're like science based. And the North museum has a lot of nature based stuff for kids. Oh man. We just keep coming up. You're still in Lancaster. We keep keep coming up with stuff. There's so much. I know there is, and you just don't think about it. So when you, somebody says something, you're like, "Oh, wow, that reminds me." There's this too. Yeah, but this is actually perfect because the kids only have like twenty something days left of school. So now I'm like, "Yes, I'm just remembering all of these things." Yeah, rattle them all <laughs> off so the parents don't get driven. <laughs> and nuts. honestly, having too much to do is a great problem to have. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, even just downtown alone, you could hit one place every day and like never <laughs> see all of it <laughs> honestly i mean and we haven't even covered like shopping too much where there's just bargains galore everywhere and man <laughs> so many like consignments like consignment stores and like antique shops and i mean we, we spent like eight hours one day at, a, at an antique shop and we we're like wait where'd the whole day go <laughs> which one so it was columbia oh okay it was huge Oh, uh, Toll House. Antiques, the gigantic warehouse. I'm not sure. It was like an abandoned warehouse. <laughs> abandoned warehouse. Or toll booth. <laughs> Sorry, toll booth. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was that one. I don't know. There's, there's so many antique shops there. It was um, right before you turn to go to the Wrightsville Bridge, but it was the opposite way, right, right. there. And um, it was an abandoned warehouse, and they <laughs> <laughs> renovated it, and now this this giant antique shop. Hey, as long as they're fixing up these creepy warehouses, that's all that matters. Yeah, there is a lot of like doing new with the old in that area. Yeah, but there's also been a lot of just building new here too lately. It's crazy compared to five years ago how much is here. Yeah, like, oh, that's the one thing I wanted to ask you from when you were little. Like, how much has changed? Like, what what did it used to, did it used to just be like, a couple farm like farm fields and nothing <laughs> oh, it must look like nothing but like i mean I'll, I'll tell you like in lancaster we have two walmarts in lancaster yeah. right and then like, when i was little we had like a kmart and that was it oh. like had like a kmart and like maybe two grocery stores now we have like there's so many grocery stores you don't even know like which one to go to it's like do i want to go to this grocery store but i want do i want to go to the one on here or here or here or and they're all the same grocery store right yeah yeah even but, even when we were there i noticed like at rush hour traffic would get noticeably different in, oh my the, God. in the two it, years i was there it's insane my son is like his school is in like Right between two, like the major like traveled roads, oh. and they, he, when he gets out of school, and it's like it's like I, I swear, Lancaster has like its own time too. Like traffic isn't five o'clock; it's like four o'clock. Yeah, that's true. So that true. I, so when I'm like picking my son up from school, and you're just like stuck in this traffic, and it's like a quarter mile drive, but it takes you like fifteen minutes to get home sometimes, and yeah. the traffic is is 
bad. And and it's that's really crazy too. Like a lot of Lancaster, there's more like two lane roads in either direction than there were when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one thing I was going to note about downtown. Be very careful. Lots of one ways, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's really easy to go the wrong way. Yeah. I think there's only one thing we need to touch on other than that. The uh, Reading Market, right? Or not Reading Market, that's in Philly. Uh, the the big marketplace that they have Central- in downtown. The Central Market? Central Market, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, touch on that and then, uh, then we'll let you go. (laughs) (laughs) Central market is pretty much, um, like the same thing we were talking about with the farmer's market, but this is in (laughs) an old building, (laughs) an old warehouse perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) And they have different local vendors and I think it's on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Does that because it's, I think it's Tuesdays. It's only two days a week. Um, because it's indoors, is it year round or does it have like a season to it? No, it's year yeah, it's round. Year- oh, okay. Even the outdoor farmers markets are year round too. They don't. They don't care. Oh wow. Um, eh, like, we don't care. Everybody go out there. Macaulay. <laughs> <laughs> Central market. They have a lot of local vent, like local shops, food, um, snacks, meat. I'm even sure there's like a flower shop in there now too. Um, oh. And they just set up on these days and you just go like stand to stand and pick whichever, whatever you want to take home from the market that day. Every day is a festival there. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah, there's you can probably get anything from like kombucha oh, yum. to oh my gosh, beef jerky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of what's been like coming around here is like the faux restaurants. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Now I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> there's actually going back to eating. There's one. Um, I don't know if it's like in the city. It's Issei noodle. And that's like, I, I don't really like stuff like that. But like when we ordered from there one time, it was probably some of the best. And now that we're talking about, uh, I remembered about the food. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, <laughs> we uh, struck you at that point, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really interesting. Uh, Just so much stuff. And it's always changing too. Like things are always moving and then something else is going into the old building where this was. And and it's so funny because like people around here are never like, oh, do you want to go to this store? They would say like, do you want to go to this place that's in the old whatever it was? Like Mm -hmm. not not new place. It's like, oh, whatever was in the old store. (laughs) See, and that's cool that they make that nod too. Yeah. The history of it too. That's that's a good way to describe. So I'm gonna start doing that. Hey, do you want to go to where that you know? In Altoona, warehouses. In Altoona, <laughs> it's which sheets are you near? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's like 20 of them here. Yeah, that's that's fun. <laughs> Yay sheets! Sheets first, Wawa. Go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Somebody just ran past me and yelled sheets. Oh. <laughs> uh. Favorite dessert. That's the one last thing because there's so many creameries and everything, uh, cakes and chew fly pies and all that stuff. What's the best down I, there? I like ice cream and my favorite ice cream place is um, on the way to Middle Creek. There's It's called Fox Meadows and it's like some of the best ice cream and they 
make it from it's all really local. Like I think their cows are like across the street and they're like constantly making things fresh. And there's just different like types of food you can get, like not meals, meals, but just like quick little like pasta salads and stuff like that. But their ice cream is so good. And they always have different things there too. Like they had one year this and in the fall, it was like a pumpkin roll, but it was like vanilla ice cream rolled in the pumpkin roll. Mm. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, that's Ephrata, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like that weird kind of, yeah. transition to Ephrata thing, but it's like right when you, right on the way to Middle Creek. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with all the gobs and sticky buns and everything, you can't, <laughs> can't throw a stone without hitting a dessert down there pretty I much. So funny. But so, Fox, Fox Meadows Creamery was yeah. in... July 2020 named Pennsylvania's best ice cream shop by the Daily Meal. Oh. I have that noted here. <laughs> there you go. And they make a, it's called the Baked Fox. It's your bowl is a cookie or a brownie and they just fill it with ice cream. Like that's what they're known for. Like in- We've never gotten that. That's too much for me, but. <laughs> it, it seems like it. The pictures I saw looked very decadent. Yeah, I was going to say, if if you want, like, the opposite of an eatable salad, <laughs> it's that. It's a dessert salad, Kenny. Dessert salad, yes. <laughs> if that's a thing. but um, It is now. Yeah. I, that's it. It's done. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there's so much more we could talk about, but we're going to have to do more Lancaster episodes for sure. Um you need to plug your social media, though. Yes. So people know where to find you. Okay. <laughs> um, so my just my Instagram account. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to direct um, people. <laughs> my, my Instagram account is um, Nikita N Photo. Okay. Go check her out. She's got some amazing photography up there. Birds and nature. It's all amazing. I love wildlife photography so much. Same. I love animals. Animals are so cool. I could pet animals forever. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing how far I can take this with making it weird. <laughs> uh, it's there. <laughs> I, I noticed that. That goes along with the Touch Me Museum. I noticed that. The, no, I, that's not what I said. <laughs> I'm just I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Nikita, thank you for being on with us. And I'm sure everyone's going to get a lot out of this and want to go to Lancaster themselves, especially because now we're going to be traveling here soon. Hopefully people on the move and everything warmer. So go to Lancaster, says I. (laughs) And if you see her, and if you see her wave to her on the street, there you go. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. Bye bye. And we will see you later.